Welcome to the Amore Podcast, here on AmorePodcast.com. On this episode, I talk to singer-songwriter Kyla. Kyla is best known featured on Drake's One Dance. The song is currently number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and number three on the AT Top 40 chart. Kyla was raised in Huntington, Cambridgeshire, England. Here's my conversation with singer-songwriter Kyla. We heard your voice quite a bit here in the U.S. on the radio. You tweeted, if you told me 11 weeks ago I would be a featured number one selling track for 11 weeks, I would have said, get out of here. So um, <laughs> so how do you feel right now in, in knowing that you know a song that you were part of many years ago kind of resurfaced and now it's a worldwide hit? It's so crazy. Like, I, I think it still hasn't hit me yet. Like, every, every week that it, you know, I find out it's number one, I'm like, Wow, like it's just like even when Drake phoned, like Drake's team phoned to say that he wanted to release the track, um, I was like, I honestly thought someone was having me on. It's just the most surreal feeling. It's just unbelievable. How did it come about? You working with him? You know, how did he discover the song? How did it? How did it all play out? Okay, so I um, I'm actually I'm, I was able to find out this answer because before I was just guessing, but um. He just heard it on radio, and he said that it was his favourite song. Um, so and he just wanted to do something with it. So I was at home. Well, I wasn't at home. I was I was at a friend's house, and we were just sort of doing like a mummy meeting because I've got a little boy, and he's three and a half. Well, okay. he's two and a half, sorry. And um, so we were just chilling, and my my emails just kept popping on my phone, and I was like, oh. I'll um I'll I'll get back to them and then my my father-in-law phoned me and he was like, listen, uh, um a lady from Sony is trying to get hold of you. I really think you need to make this call. Like they're saying it's urgent and it's really important. So I went and done a bit of shopping because I think I I just was a little bit like uh, it's too good to be true. It wasn't like it didn't say in the email like Drake wants to work with you. It just sort of said that an international star. Um, wants to do something with your track and can you please get hold of us ASAP uh-huh. so I just went on about my business and then I thought maybe I should actually call this number so I got my husband to call because I was too nervous <laughs> and then when I found out it was Drake I was like okay and it was so close to April April Fool's so I was like right who's having me on now so I just sort of went with the flow and I was waiting for someone to say, are you joking? <laughs> and it never came about. <laughs> <laughs> Were you able to talk to him at that point or like how did it, or was it no, like his people talking to your people type thing? <laughs> so it was literally just through management, like literally okay. um, the management um, future got in contact. So basically once we made the call um, to Sony, Sony was like, well, give the number to Drake's team. And then someone will be in contact with you some point in the day. So then about half an hour later, they they a future phone. And he didn't really say much. He just was asking a few questions, you know, like asking um, how old the track was. And um, I think he was just trying to put his feelers out and just make sure that, you know, the song was okay to roll with and that we were all right. And, and then he was like, wicked, um, okay, I'll contact you tomorrow. So we waited all day. The next day, and um, obviously the time difference. So um, LA in the UK, so it, we had to wait for about five o'clock for them to call us in their morning time. Yeah. So well, by the time they phoned us, uh, I was we'd been waiting like nearly our day had almost finished. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the most it was the most longest day ever. Wow. Um, and they yeah they 
they contacted us and just um, played the track over the phone um, and was like, we really want to roll with it. How do you feel? We were like, yeah, why not? And then so the paperwork just come rolling. It was it was all really quick, to be honest. Like, it, you know, by that point, it must have been sort of a Tuesday. And by the following Tuesday, it was out. It was crazy. I, I didn't even have much time to prepare. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so I, I, I wasn't ready for it. Um, so since the track has come out, have you been to the U.S.? And um, do you have any plans to come here to the U.S. to tour or promote the, the song or work with Drake again or, or anything like that? I would love to work with Drake again. When we spoke, um, he just wants to hear some of my material. Um, so I'm feeling the pressure there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, And I really want to come to the U.S. So we've had two opportunities to come to the U.S., um, but, like, obviously, we wanted to perform with Drake on Saturday Night Live. But I uh-huh. struggled to get my P1 in time. We can get it, but I couldn't get it in time for me. By the time we found out about it, I, by the time I got a flyover, it wouldn't have landed. And I couldn't get in the MVC building. So I had to wait. And then we planned to go a couple of weeks after that. Um, and then that fell through. So fingers crossed, very soon. It's <laughs> okay. definitely on my card. I have to come to the U.S. It's like on my tick list. It's like a to-do list. I'm like, I have to come to the U.S. <laughs> have you been here before at all? I have family in America. Oh, it? you do? Okay. Well, my mum is American. Oh, okay. All right. So my mum is from Illinois. Yeah, so um, I have lots of family in America. So they all keep messaging me and saying, when are you coming over? <laughs> <laughs> and do they think That'd it's str- really cool? And do they think it's strange, like you know, hearing your voice on the radio all the time, um, even here in the U.S.? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. They are so taken back by. It. I mean, when it first came out, I, I remember my cousin. She she um, messaged me on Facebook. And she's just like, "Yo, Curve, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on?" <laughs> you just can't believe it. Like it was just unbelievable. And they were like, "You must have been working really hard," but. To be fair, like, I'd done that track seven years ago, and it was a really, um, it, that track seven years ago, I'd, and obviously not on the grand scheme of one dance, because this is just huge. But I got a bit of good luck with the, you know, the first run of when it was, you know, just releasing Do You Mind. So to now come out with the same song on one dance, it's just unbelievable. It's, I just feel so blessed yeah it's unbelievable was that song was it well played there when it came out um eight years ago yeah, well, yes that's the thing like so it, was, it got rain the summer anthem of 2007 okay. in like all the sort of like holiday islands so it was like ibiza ayanapa and i traveled up and down the country sung in most of the clubs um in the uk I got a really good run and I remember coming away from it at the time because I got married and I had a, um, a little boy and I just thought, do you know, if I don't get any more, um, you know, luck, I've had a really good run and I'm happy with what I've been given with Do You Mind. It was the most funnest time and it's really hard to just get a hit. Do you know what I mean? Like, so to write a track and it, it you know, it got perceived so well, I was so happy so then, seven years later, to um, have Drake's team message me, and they were like, "We want to do something with Do You Mind," and I was like, "Really?" Like it was, it was crazy. So I, I feel truly blessed and dead lucky, you know, that I, 
you know, I've had a second run and, it, you know, it's gone so well because, you know, when he contacted me, um, we didn't, you don't ever know how well a track going to do. And sure. Drake is just amazing and anything he touches turns to gold. I'm just like a huge fan anyway. And when we actually met, I was telling myself, you know what, Kyla, act sensible, don't be a div. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to be silly and act like an, um, just a silly groupie. And I just, all those like ideas of, I'm going to keep it cool, I'm going to be really calm, just went out the window. <laughs> when I met him, I was just like, I love you. <laughs> that always tends to happen, doesn't it? I think I would be in the same same position. I'd think the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so strange, you know, like when we were chatting, just for him to say, like, it's our tune. And, you know, and I said to him, like, thank you. And he was thanking me. And it it was just the most, you know, the bizarre situation you'd never think you'd be in. Yeah. And we were in it. And it's like, I'm, I'm keep pinching myself. I'm like, is this real? Yes, it's real. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, and, and do you do that every time you hear your song on the radio? Like, pinch yourself yeah. and think, is this really me? Like, you know, on the radio? And, and do you find it strange that other people might be listening to this song everywhere you go? Yeah. You know? Do you know I find the strangest is when you're, like, um, you know, like, time differences. So, obviously, um, when, it, when, it, when we find out it's number one, when we found out it was number one in America, we get sort of hit um, sort of mon- late evening, Monday, UK time. Uh-huh. So it's just really strange. To have something that's gone, like, so global, it's the most strangest feeling for, you know, like, for little old me from the UK. Um, <laughs> it's just the most strangest feeling. So I'll be, like, doing, like, I'll be in the studio and doing something, it'll be sort of, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And then my phone will start, like, beeping, it'll be Twitter, it'll just be, like, congratulations, you're number one here, and it's number one here. And it's just the most strangest, situation to be in but you know amazing yeah but yeah it's, it's little moments like that that you realize you're like wow this is this is crazy <laughs> yeah i know i mean i can't drive anywhere and not hear the song on the radio uh here it's it's always yeah. on and then now your your own career you are working on a couple albums right now uh kyla's world yeah. and kyla's house so talk about those um and how long how long how far are you in the process yeah so basically when i first ever come out um seven years ago because I've been singing since I was three but when I say like professionally I when I first come out um professionally I was working on two albums I was working on Kyla's House which was obviously um it was all on sort of like lovers um not lovers rock sorry um it was on sort of soulful house um obviously in the UK they call it funky house but like just sort of house tunes you know what I mean that's what I was um, sort of concentrating on and then I've always wanted to do a pop album so then I was going to come out with Kyla's World and give them some um, you know give the people something different um and it never I I done about 10 pop songs and we only got through about four or five house tunes um and then obviously I, I disappeared so now what I've been trying to do is um I've revamped some of those tunes I've done, but then now I've just been working really hard in the studio to bring up, you know, something different. So I worked with um, a girl called Carla Marie. She wrote some tracks with um, Beyonce. She's excellent. So Mm -hmm. I've been in the studio writing with her, um, working with a producer called KZ. 
Um, and I've just got some really nice stuff. So I'm feeling the pressure because everyone's like, when are you going to bring stuff out? So I don't know if I'm going to bring it out into um, Kyla's house or Kyla's world. I might have to rethink what I'm going to call the album. But I'm so excited to, you know, I'm going to showcase a little bit. Um, we've got like a wireless festival here in the UK, which is like one of the biggest festivals. And I'm really looking forward to showcasing some of those songs so that I can say, right, this is what I've been doing. Because a lot of people are like, you've got to come with something quickly. Yeah. You know, you're taking your time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I have been working really hard and I'm really happy with, you know, the outcome of what I've, you know, got so far. But more, you know, more importantly, I've still got to get in the studio and put out some more tracks. I won't be happy until I've got about 30. <laughs> okay, all right. I, you know, I've just got to bring out as much as possible. So what I most probably do is we'll write a load of tracks and then we'll all be scratching our heads working out which one to bring out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sounds good. So, if you could headline or tour with any band or musician, who would it be and why? Oh, wow. Yee, that's a hard one, you know. Um, <laughs> or, well, who were some of your music it? inspirations growing up, you know, like if, if you could have some sort of yeah. dream, you know, oh, collaboration. I was brought up on Motown um, a lot, so I loved sort of like the Stevie Wonder tracks, you know, and um, very much a girly girl. So I'd, I'd say I was into Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, um, a big Christine Aguilera fan, and uh-huh. all those. I don't think I'm really good at um, the vocal gymnastics that these guys are at because they're just amazing. Um, so Jesse J would be great. Uh, Drake would be amazing. Rihanna could read them up. Chris Brown, oh my God. If Chris Brown rang me tomorrow and said, do a track, I would just be jumping around the room because <laughs> I think he's amazing. Uh-huh. Um, you know, telling um, oh god there's so many there is just so many all right, to be well, honest I'm just a lover of all music you know I'll, yeah. I'm growing up I wouldn't say I'm an opera um, I can't read off opera songs but when I wanted to be a singer my mum and dad put me in um, opera singing lessons and I was like I want to be a pop singer I don't want to do this but um, I just appreciate all genres of music do you know what I mean so be really cool to do something with popcorn, um, with kids. I mean, I could, I could keep keep them coming. Really, there's just a whole list. Someone says, "Who do you want to work with?" I don't think I could narrow it down. Yeah, I mean that that's <laughs> quite. Stevie Wonder. A... <laughs> <laughs> Am I being cheeky by saying Stevie Wonder? No, that would no. make my day. Yeah, I mean that's that's such a great variety of of artists, you know, to be able to work with and. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I think anyone's anyone's dream would be would work with any of them. Uh, what advice would you give an upcoming singer, songwriter that would want to follow in your footsteps? My advice would just be never to give up. You know, there were I've had some really challenging moments where I've been tested, where I'm like, should I continue doing this? But I just think, you know, you have to believe in yourself. Not everyone's going to like your music. Not everyone's going to think you can sing. But, you know perseverance and just keep going so i mean it's, it's a really tough industry and you've just got to have thick skin and you just got to keep going and you know don't take those knockbacks um so hard just get back up brush yourself off and keep going that would be my best advice do you know what i mean that that's it i've had so many knockbacks 
and I just think if I if I'd given up, I don't think I'd be where I am today. So you know, perseverance and keep going. And your family and friends have always been supportive of your career. Yeah, they have. They've been amazing. My parents and my um, mother-in-law and father-in-law. They are excellent. You know, like even when this whole situation with Drake come about, they were all like. Um, don't worry, because I've got a little boy. They were like, don't worry, we're here when you need me. You know, because it's challenging having a, you know, a little family yeah. and wanting to do your dream. But they're brilliant. They've said to me to follow my dream and they'll help me out wherever I need to go. And, you know, they've done exactly that. They're so supportive. So I've, and I'm very lucky because not everybody, you know, gets that level of support. But, I'm, you know, I'm dead lucky for that. They've, they're so good. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's so important, and it sounds like you have that, and you have the potential to go as far as as far as the moon, definitely. Yeah, fingers crossed, I'm hoping so. <laughs> I'm going for it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it won't be the last I hear of your name, especially here in the U.S., so I oh, definitely look forward you. to hearing more from you, so yeah. Um, well, Kyla, thanks all so right. much for taking some time to do this. I appreciate it, and best of luck to you oh, and all your future success. Oh, thank you so much, and thank you for talking to me. That was singer-songwriter Kyla. To check out more on Kyla, you can visit her website at kylaofficial.co.uk. You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at kylaofficial. Until next time, this is the Amore Podcast, heard on amorepodcast.com iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and on YouTube.